hello 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 sweet sweet listeners our friends our haters oh i don't know i don't know if our haters listen to this or if i bet they check in from time (laughs) to time uh if you're a hater please let us know if how much you listen to we're just taking a survey i would appreciate um like a five-star review but then in the comments you can write anything you want if you're a hater you know what i mean leave five stars but say these fucking bitches you know whatever they yeah they ruined my life (laughs) (laughs) do you think anyone thinks that about us no i don't Mm -hmm. i don't think we've done anything quite that quite that bad well personally i think we have but as a team i don't think we have oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, impossible. Well, well. Um, <clears throat> hi everyone, welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan, and it's a service industry podcast. And you know, uh, love it or leave it. So true. Mm-hmm. You don't have to listen to it. You is, don't have is to. the best part of this, podcast. but you are right now. <laughs> yes, you are, <laughs> but you are, and we applaud you for your efforts, mm-hmm. um, for your labor. Lillian, how are you? I am, um, I'm okay. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, well, I would say maybe I'm not really that okay, but not in a, like, you know, I'm not going to cry right now when I talk about it. Okay. So don't get you excited. Can. You can. No. Uh, no, I just feel like, um, I, I'm just struggling with, uh, you know, I, I worked in retail or service and also performed at the same time for like 10 years. So that I had a lot of socials. I'm, I'm an extrovert, right? Yeah. And now somehow the pandemic wasn't bad for me in that way. <laughs> like I like didn't really feel I like was enjoying it in some ways, obviously. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like feeling really fucked up about it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that makes sense to me. I think the gray area that we're in right now is way more. But it doesn't even feel like a gray area. It feels like straight up everyone is like, okay, done. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's gray for me because I'm not (laughs) feeling that. (laughs) I'm clutching onto the pandemic. No, I'm not even one of those people that's like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I just feel like I'm in a very strange emotional place and I feel like... um, in a time where I maybe would turn to a long form piece about something in this, there's nobody's, nobody's writing about anything. Mm. Nobody's taught. Right. I don't know. I don't know what's good. What are other people feeling right now? I don't know. For the first time I want to know. True. True. (laughs) Every other month of this godforsaken year and four months, I've been like, shut the fuck up. Not everyone's working from home. You piece of fucking shit. And now I'm like, wait, but wait, can someone tell me? what's going through your mind, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I also, we've talked about this, but it's like, do we, am I supposed to do like a close friend story and be like, do you want to hang out with me? What's, what's the next step here? Everyone seems to have figured it out. Uh, Yeah. But I think a, a lot of that is, is, is fake. Well, yeah, it's social media, I guess, but I'm like, but I don't know. People are doing comedy shows. They're hanging out after the comedy shows. The comedy aspect is, is confusing and i think we're back to boomerangs i'm like i thought we left boomerangs are are people posting people are doing boomerangs again of all things well just don't ever do them and then of all things stand up boomerangs have got to be one of the worst uses of a boomerang wow you're blowing my mind i mean it fucking sucks 
I now, I think I now understand more about the headspace you're in <laughs> when I realize that you are consuming <laughs> boomerangs. <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. Anyways, I'm not like, I'm not like feeling sorry for myself that I'm not, um, I don't know. It's just, I guess I don't really know what I want either. And I'm like, it's just yeah. weird. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I don't know. What are that's we doing? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're like, you're, that's sad of you. No, it's not sad. I mean, it's just, it, it's a really confusing time. And then like, <sighs> this is like my birthday's coming up. Yeah. There's I'm moving. There's like a lot of anxiety. It's all connected, obviously, but it's like, I'm just like, okay, does anyone remember me? Yeah. Am I a ghost in this town? Not to me. Okay, thanks. I'm seeing you sitting right here. Great. Listeners, I'm real, and I'm ready to get a beer. Um, <laughs> put out a call on... Yeah, just put it on... You You could do... That's a good way of, like, having it be um, a little bit distance from you is just put it on the podcast. Who uh, wants to hang? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's smart. <laughs> I don't know if that's, I mean, God bless you all. Follow us on Instagram, but, uh, <laughs> anyways, um, but that's me. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm good. Good. Um, I, uh, I, I work the whole weekend. I work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. That's my new sketch. And, um, it is, is truly like, I mean, it's, a, it would be a long weekend, um, you know, regardless. Yeah. But it's, uh, it is so disorienting mm-hmm. and so, like, strange to just be back in. And, and, like, I woke up this morning and I was like, what day? Like, truly, what yeah. day is it? Like, couldn't even. And, like, last night we were texting about, like, having a meeting. And then it was like, no, we're not going to do it. And then I literally, like, three hours later was like, okay, so what time is the meeting? And you were like. No meeting, as we discussed. <laughs> and I was like, right, right, no meeting. Because we talked about it, and we said no meeting. And now I'm remembering. And now mm-hmm. there's no meeting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's, yeah. that's it. That's what it is. Yeah. Do you, um, do you have any service stories you'd like to share? Sure. <laughs> with the, with sure. the class? Um, yesterday, I had a woman come in, full, like, lipstick on the teeth. <laughs> like, truly, like... You know, that sort of like, it's like hard to explain, but it's like the kind of like later 40s, like creative Mm. woman who's like remained single in Brooklyn, like through, you know, moved here in the 90s and just kind of cruised. The moisture has been sucked out of my (laughs) mouth. I'm like (laughs) shaking. Okay. And like, you know what I mean? Like she's. In her 40s, deeply tan, hair scarf, like a kind of like a net shirt. Oh. Um, like Is there any linen anywhere? No linen, because she's like, she's like kind of... She's hip. She's... No. Hip is not the word. It's just like, she she's very like, um, like it's like a sexual witchy energy, no. but like aging. No. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Now I do. Yeah. And, um... So she like comes in and she's like, let me remember your name. Okay. And I was like, I've never seen you before in my life, but I was like, okay. And (laughs) like at a carnival now, I guess my, and she was like, remember we met last week. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't know. And, uh, and she was like, okay, maybe it wasn't you. And I was like, sure. Um, just keep it moving lady. Like no update. Like I was just like, whatever. 
And then she like sits down at a table and she's like, like kind of signals me over. And she's like, hey, I just want to say something. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I know the owner of this bar. And he said I could smoke here if there was no one else sitting at the next door table. But like, I know it's against the rules, but I want you to know that he said that I could smoke here. So if you see me smoking, it's not that I'm breaking the rules. It's that he said, and I was like, I don't care. Like, I was like, (laughs) I literally don't care, but whatever. And she's like, cool, thanks. And then she's like, can I ask you something? No, I was like, let's hear it. God. Um, and she's like, how did you decide? I have a snake tattoo on my right forearm. Okay. She's like, how did you decide what direction the snake was going to be going? And which is a classic, like, no tattoo question because tattoos have correct orientations. Yeah. And I was like, the artist did it. And she was like, oh, yeah, I always, like, think that's so, like, crazy when people are just, like, I just let the artist do it. Like, how do you just, like, let someone decide, like, what goes on your body forever? And I was like, yeah, totally. Um, Again, there are correct. Like, I was like, it's just, this is correct. So the artist knows that. And I was like, yeah, this tattoo is funny because when I was maybe, like, 22 at the time, I was actually working with my two best friends, and they decided to go on a trip without me, and so while they were away, I was like, I'm gonna get a tattoo, because I wanted to seem like I'm doing, you do stuff together, and I do stuff without you guys, and, like, I was like, it was very, like, reactionary, but I really like this tattoo now, and she's like, what's your sign? And I was like, uh, Virgo, and she's like, wow, I wouldn't have guessed that. And I was like, yep, well, I'm nuts. <laughs> and wow. Yeah, it was truly like a, such an up and down interaction. And I was like, you really like want something from me that I just can't give you. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm just a younger, hotter woman than you. Wow. And you don't want, you don't want that. No. Fuck. Yeah. That's, that's not the energy you, <laughs> you want seeping into you so funny but it did i did see my future a little bit no you did not absolutely (laughs) not you are you are not even close to witchy no no (laughs) i mean that as a compliment i'm not that is a hundred percent a compliment no you're right i'm not yeah no one and witchy means different things to different people i think we're on this i think we're on the same page about what witchy means in this context yes for sure okay and you're right i'm not witchy at all and I would never, if someone suggested that I was witchy, I would be like, you have a complete misunderstanding. That's the most Virgo thing about you. Yeah. Yes. True. So you could have fucking turned, call her up, get this lady <laughs> back on the, get this page or whatever your name was. Um, was she smoking a, a literal cigarette or vaping? Literal cigarette. Weird. I have noticed, like, I think cigarettes are back in a big way. Really? That's yes. interesting. Everyone smokes now. More tables have been like, we're going to go have a cigarette in the past. And, and it's cigarettes. Cigarettes. Someone gave me a parliament on Friday, which I was like, this is a disgusting cigarette and I don't want it, but thank you. Like everyone had camels. Really? Yeah. Everyone has cigarettes. What smoke. is the deal? I think people were like, life's too short. To vape. Yeah. To jewel. Yeah. I mean... Wow, that's interesting. Okay, well, I mean, I embrace it. That's my little observation. Anecdotally, I would say 100% increase in, this in is, actual cigarette smoke. This is the information I want. This is the this is the long form I want. What's going on out there? Uh-huh. People are smoking cigarettes. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. And we all know cigarettes are actually cool, which, you know, it's tough because they're not good for you. 
I mean, I felt so cool. The table that left me in the parliament, we have like true like Italian like red sauce, the glass. Oh yeah, the red. Yeah. Yeah. And I lit the red glass the... candles for those who can't see <laughs> Kelly forming a shape with her hand. Yes. Sorry, the <laughs> Which candle is none holders of you. Yeah. in like Italian restaurants. You guys know what I'm talking about. And I lit the cigarette with the candle in that. And uh-huh. I was like, I probably look so fucking hot right now. <laughs> I was like, if you were to walk past and you didn't fall in love with me, you would have to be so impotent. Yes, agree. Agree. Wow. The only thing, I think it's really cool when people um, light their cigarette on like a gas stove. Oh, God. So hot. Yes. You're wearing like an chaotic. undershirt. You're wearing like an undershirt. <laughs> You're making some eggs and you, yeah, it's fucking word to the people. Oh my God. You have to be built like a barrel. Yeah. Or you have to be, um, like fucking lean, like a lean, Mm. you know what I mean? But not too skinny, but like, you know, yeah, a little bit of something. Little. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Take a break. Cool off. (laughs) All right. I'm cured. I feel fine now. Um, <clears throat> well, that's a lot of fun. Well, yeah, we'll all stay tuned to, to what's happening out there. You're, mm-hmm. you're our reporter. You're, I'm on my re- you're on the front lines. Yeah. I'm just like fucking, I don't know. I'm the, I'm the paper pusher in the <laughs> Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. desk job. Um, <clears throat> I'm the Carl Bernstein. Okay. You're the Woodward. Interesting. Okay. You're doing, you're working for the CIA. Uh-huh. Hey, I'm here at the post. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Fine. I'm married to Nerefron. <laughs> <laughs> you are your own worst enemy. Yeah, that's so true. Um, okay. Well, let's start the episode now. Shall we? Um, shall we? Uh, so we're going to do another sort of... Uh, breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Maybe we won't do the shtick we did last time, even though I thought it was really fun, but we didn't get a single comment <laughs> on it, which isn't a good sign when we, when we take kind of a form change we take a leap we take a leap a creative leap and nobody says anything about it i'm like okay that's the feedback (laughs) (laughs) the silence is definite the silence is definite so i guess you guys didn't like it when we pretended to be news anchors (laughs) okay that's fine that's interesting to me um but anyways so we're just gonna talk about three different stories uh none of which can consume an entire episode um but i think are all interesting yes um first off there is a piece in Grub Street um, by Chris Schott. Um, and it is Boardwalk Sabotage, Dead Fish and Rotting Meat Raise Tensions in the Rockaways. Um, I don't think we ever talked about the Rockaway situation on the podcast, but we posted about it on our Instagram when we tried to, um, you know, pour some more jet fuel on the fire, mm-hmm. um, for the situation. Um, I don't know. Should we briefly sort of explain? Yeah. It? I mean, I think most people in New York probably know, but basically there was a contract with the, with the New York parks department that like delegates what, um, vendors can operate yeah. on the, on the boardwalk. So like a 15 year lease or whatever contract yeah. was ending and did not get renewed for the people who had been in charge of it, which was through Hurricane Sandy, through COVID, mo- all of those businesses. The people that had that um, are like bo- the most beloved yeah. places in the Rockaways, Rippers, Caracas, 
I think Talkaway Beach Talk or Away whatever Beach, it's called. Yeah. yeah. So those were like everyone, they're huge, very popular places. Yeah. And then, so it was handed over to, um, the folks who run Brooklyn Bazaar that caused quite Which a Which is now in shambles. Yeah. It's and not closed. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, um, and that, and then that people were like, this sucks. And there was many campaigns. They said the city received over 2000 emails about it, yeah. about restoring the contract to the previous holders. And ultimately the city decided to move forward with the Brooklyn Bazaar people. Yes. Um, <clears throat> who run the, the Reese beach right. boardwalk as well. Um, and, and so that's where we're at. Yes. No, I don't think at least as of yet, I don't think it's closed down any of those like beloved, like, no, from what I, when this piece and from what I understand, they're all open and nothing substantial has changed yet. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So yeah, maybe for this season, but what has changed <laughs> is the state of fish, meat and mm. dairy. <laughs> Yes, this is um, the story, a kind of story I live for. Um, this this hasn't happened in quite some time. <laughs> I should say not. You know? It said, they soon made a ghastly discovery. Bags of what appeared to be raw fish and bottles full of sour milk and rotting meat were crammed into ventilation shafts along the ceiling. So this is in some of the various buildings that are on the boardwalk, yeah. the businesses. Um, and it's like also not just that, um, but it's like, this says uh, throughout the building, floor drains appeared to be filled with sand. Later I found out that underneath the sand was concrete and all the floor drains. So this is like extensive, yeah. it's very says, damaging. The place looked ransacked, broken equipment and shelving all over the floor. Um, so, my question is, okay, so let's say this, I mean, it clearly is some sort of sabotage or retribution or whatever, but, um, what, what game, but what, yeah, what is it? I don't know. Because it's obviously like, obviously the businesses themselves wouldn't do that to them. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, is it the Brooklyn Bazaar guy? But then what would they, I, it's also interesting because this is happening, uh, if you don't know, like on the Rockways, like there are little, like, I would say every like 10 blocks or so, there's like a little collection of like vendors and bathrooms and, and bathrooms and stuff. And so like Rippers is on 86, like that was unaffected and Rippers is definitely like a huge like place. And this was on 97th, which doesn't have as big of like branded. Right, right. And then, so I'm like, if you, if it was the Brooklyn Bazaar guys, wouldn't you want to like take down like one of the big names? Right. But they didn't? Is it, and then it was just that one? Yeah. It was just 97th? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's something that has nothing to do with this. Right. Maybe it's more personal. Oh, I don't know. Yes. Right. Maybe it's like a, yeah, maybe it's just truly a personal, like a vendetta thing or something. Yeah. I or mean, like, like scorned ex-wife. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, could be, 
Um, let me just check right now uh, what the the um, what the businesses are there. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. It it's not, it doesn't seem like an, a clear message to me. No, totally. Which means it seems to me that it's something that we don't know about. Yes, I agree with that. It's not a clear message, and it's not like. It wasn't followed up with any sort of like, it's it's not a clear enough message and it wasn't followed up with any sort of like, this is for this or like, right. suck on this <laughs> X, Y, and Z. Yeah, there was no writing on the wall. There was no writing on the wall. There were no letters made with magazine, you know. Oh God, I fucking wish. <laughs> I mean, I... Can someone please take uh, that up a notch for me personally? I, I need something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm not I'm not coming up with anything. Um but yeah, it's very interesting. Yes, there is quite a bit of mystery. Mhm. And then also it's like it says $10,000 worth of damage. I'm looking at these pictures and it's like a completely trashed yeah, office. Like it's not just like it's mayonnaise jars filled with condensed milk. I mean, this is like this is intense. It's fucked up. And it's and it's clearly, too, it's not just, um, like, local, you know, teenage debauchery. No. Because it's to an extent that w- is crazy. Yes. Yes. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think the personal angle is probably likely, but I wish it was something. Yeah. I know. I wish there was more. I mean, yeah, I'm. Uh, maybe we'll see as the summer unfolds what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lot of fun. I mean, not for those people, but maybe they did something bad that deserves it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, okay, what's next on the next on the agenda? News agenda. Beer brewers. Something troubles brewing at the. Uh, well, okay, I, I, come, I, on. I come on. I couldn't. I couldn't resist. Um, so this is something that, uh, came, is based on Instagram and I, and I saw it when it was happening, I guess it was last, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Started. Um, and I'm going to take the info for this particular case from a piece on Vine Pear by Beth hmm, Demon or Demon, depending on how she pronounces it. How this person <laughs> I have chills. It. I, I mean, I, again, I wish it was Demon. Uh, but the uh, piece is sweeping accusations of sexism, assault, rock the craft beer industry. Industry. Um, so this started with a, a person who brews with um, Notch Brewing, which is mm-hmm. one of my, I love those people. They do, I love their beer. They're great. A Massachusetts folks. Um, and this was not about notch brewing. I mean, thank God I was like, please. Um, but she basically just posed a question on Instagram that was like, Hey, have any other, like, I mean, it was specific to women, but have any other women brewers or people who've worked in breweries had, tell me about your experiences with, you know, men and et cetera, et cetera, the sexism or harassment that you've faced. Um, that's me paraphrasing. I don't know if that's exactly what she said, but it's Brienne Allen, um, her Instagram handle is Rat Magnet, which is very funny to see and uh, cited in all of these pieces. <laughs> yes. um, but it was something like I feel like it is akin to the the Burger Records, yeah, deluge totally. of uh, of of people being like, I mean, it's 
people it, it was like thousands of men it was crazy yes. one of those like absolute overwhelming which is you know tough because it's I mean, when these things start, it's you're asking for a lot of... You're opening a can of worms. A, a huge can of worms, especially when it's as broad as this. Totally. Um, and then you come to the problem, which she obviously did, where people were threatening her and, you know, people got fired. Lots of people got fired. I mean, this went so far as to, like, statements have been released by breweries across the country. Yeah, and resignations, it's, firings. It's a whole thing. Obviously, people are like, the other side is like, people are like, I can't believe you're reposting these accusations without verification. And it's like one of those things where it's like, this is not a, (laughs) it's not a perfect system to post Instagram DMs. But at the same time, is this detailed account of some brewery in Philly really a fabricate? It's like, right. You know what I mean? Like, that's, it's not just like, this person raped me. It's like, this person did these weird psychotic sexual harassment things over the course. You know, it's like, yeah. the det- it, we all know that these things are real, but it's just like so dumb that that's like at this level, it's a false accusation. It's like, right. So of like stupid. a small brewery. It's like, what, 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 what is, what would be the big get? Right. It's, I mean, we all know this, but it's just like, so even sillier to me that it's like this, not to, not to minimize it, but I'm just like, no, of course, obviously, Um, but it's, it's just, it was interesting to me because obviously you might guess if you don't know that the beer world is fucked. Um, beer guys are some of the worst. It's also, and we've talked about this on this podcast many times, like it's this world where people pretend that like, we all agree that anything goes and it's like, hey, we're just making beer. I guess we're all a bunch of punks and rebels here. So, like, everything's <laughs> fine. And it's like, uh, that sucks for... And, like, oh, it touched on, too, I was reading in Brewbound. Okay, uh, cool. Website. Like, I think some of this touches on, too, like, the way that, like, just casual misogyny... And some of this isn't just casual misogyny, obviously, but... And casual racism, like, then people are just like, okay, fuck it. I'm not going to work in this. Like, yeah. You know, the attitude of just like hey if you can't hang people are like okay i can't right well it's one of these like and there's obviously many other kinds of industries that are still like this but it is truly so vintage with it i mean it's like more than the things that you would expect just normally in you know in these it's like like I don't want a woman selling my beer. It's like yeah. that level of like what? It's yes. like so crazy. Yes. It's so crazy. So like I mean, my fucking heart goes out because honestly, like if you are and it seems like a lot of these because it is centered in breweries, a lot of these people who are having these experiences like not to say, oh, I was just a bartender, it doesn't matter, goodbye. But these people are like, this is my career. Like, yeah. I know how to brew beer. I'm interested in, like, doing these very complicated and intense, like, things that take a lot of knowledge and experience. And so it's just, like, even crazier to me that it's just, like, those women, too, are just like, okay, like, this is what I do for a living. And these people are being yeah. fucking horrible to me. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's, like, I mean, to me... It's kind of like, I mean, to me, like, I think often there's like this, like, attitude of like, ugh, this industry, like, 
these things are just indelible about these indus about this industry right. and like how do we tackle it? And it's like, yeah, you just tackle it by being like, that's unacceptable. You gotta go. Yeah. And it's like you want to talk about like you can't just talk about se- people are at work. You can't just talk about sex. Yeah. So that's sexual harassment. That's what that is. You gotta go. Yeah. Because it makes people feel unsafe. And it's just like these guys, I mean, it's just that classic, like, fucked up thing where it's like, of course, these people who have power and it's like, it's beer. Like, literally, <laughs> you can become a beer expert in like six weeks because they sell home brewing kits at fucking Walmart. You can, and this is not to be like beer. I love beer, but I'm like, okay, you, you know how the, the overhead cost of becoming a beer expert, you know what I mean? Come on. It's not like, let's go. Anyways, um, but these guys are just like, yeah, it's this so stupid and simple. Like we always say, it's like position of power and booze. Yeah. It's like, okay, could have fucking get, it's yeah. like, how dumb are you that this is like, you're like, oh, this will be easy. I'm just going to do this one and one. Here we go. I'm a, it's like, it just sucks. It just really sucks. It's like, you have to be so fucking careful because like, what you happen to be good at or interested in is in this area. And then you're like, I could be fucking assaulted. Yeah. It's just like, it's, it's so crazy and dark. It's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. And I am happy to see like, because as you say, I think beer specifically and spirits specifically invite this like truly vintage, like, madmen level mm-hmm. of sexism mm-hmm. where it's like you're a girl and it's like and that like that belief of like that othering is what leads people to be like it's okay to assault right. other people and yeah. da 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 and it's like it just needs to happen like the rot needs to like be yeah. washed out because it is like as you say just such a cr- insane level it's nuts. I mean, even when I was buying shit for my other job, it's like the beer guy was the worst guy. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I think I know what beers I like. It's beer, dude. It's beer. I know what I like. I know what I'm doing. I've had thousands of beers in my life at this point. Okay? I got it. It's beer. I am got it. It's just, yeah, it's just a bummer. And like, yeah, like every fucking dumbass dude I've ever dealt with is always either a beer guy or, like, whiskey people who, for some reason, think that they are, like, the drinkers of the world. Yeah. It's so lame. It's so lame and boring. Also, I'm just like, you fucking suck. I just think, I was thinking about, um, in this, like, reading about this, like, just the way that men are so casual and just don't think about themselves as... It's just, especially in these, like, PC times... Men are so like, I don't even, I'm such a piece of shit. I don't have the power to affect anyone Mm, around mm -hmm. me. And so they like, don't think about like, I used to work with a a woman chef, if you can imagine. Oh my God. And this guy was like coming in to like do some work on the bar. He was cleaning the lines or something and like doing some like job at the bar. And he was like talking to her about like his like vision of a place. And he was like, I want to open like a, like a strip club, but it has like a Roberta's feel to it. Like, it's just like a cool place to like chill with your friends and you can still bring like your lady there. And like, (laughs) you know, but you could like have a night out with the dudes, but like the next day you're going in with your wife. And she was like, 
cool, I'm at work and you're talking to me about a strip club. <laughs> and it's not like the worst thing in the world, obviously. Like, it's not like you're like, oh my God, I'm shaken to the core. But it's also like, we're both at work. Why are you talking to me about yeah. this? Why do you think that's okay? Right. To like come up to a young woman and be like, I really want to be able to see naked women with my wife. Yeah. No. Yes, of course. And it was just like, as soon as I clocked in, she was like, that guy's fucking weird. Like, da, 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 da. And it's like, men are such pieces of shit. It's like, just think about for five seconds. If this like 28 year old woman wants to hear about how you want to like open up like a pumps that has a better vibe. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, sweetie. No. Go to Portland. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, seriously. Fuck off. No, it's it's so stupid. And it's bearded, like just like that, and they're like, <laughs> no, it's so fucking dumb. I it's hate so it. dumb. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. I mean, it's it's like. I'm su- I'm actually surprised that it's taken this long. Same. Because it's, I mean, everybody knows. It's like, that's the one part of this industry that everyone's like, do not. <laughs> Just don't even touch it. Do not go near that. Yeah. They're also like every, every even business owner I know or managers, I was like, oh, dude, there's a fucking beer guy here. Like, it's like, everyone hates the beer guys. Yes. Because they're, because, I mean, snob, classist, whatever. But it's like, again, what I said about the over, it's like. Okay, yeah, you know a lot about beer. How long did that take you? Come on. Three months? Had a couple IPAs? <laughs> Anyways. No disrespect to my brewer friends. Near disrespect. Near disrespect. No, we both love beer. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about it. I get the hype. <laughs> I get the hype around beer. Wait a second, this shit is good. I don't get wasted off of two. It's oh, amazing. My God. I do love beer. It's so good. It's it's so good. Yum, yum, yum. Um, anyways, we're doing PR for beer. <laughs> for, <laughs> for beer. <laughs> oh, uh, anyways. God. We're like, have you guys heard of this new thing? Um, beer. It's kind of fizzy. <laughs> it's a little bit fun and naughty. <laughs> a little cheeky. It is delicious. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's that. I mean, God bless the people. I, I, I couldn't possibly do that. No. I mean, it's also because it's, like, on one hand, it is, like, the, the thing of, like, going back and recounting, like, all these, like, dumb violations. And you're like, Ugh, does this matter? <sighs> and But it is also still, it does matter. And it is also still upsetting to reflect on. It's, like, the going back over it sucks. It really sucks. You can only move forward <laughs> in this life. You can only press it down and not think about it. <laughs> exactly. You can only drink the beer until you black out, <laughs> begin to cry. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I'm so glad that people are like, we look up to you. Okay. (laughs) And on a final note. (laughs) Um, Okay. So a piece that people texted me personally about, which is like sad for me, (laughs) not for the people who texted me, but that this is my life, um, is Critics Notebook. (sighs) Pete Wells made a big uh, misstep. A little whoopsie-daisy. Which, and I thought I would see this, and maybe I didn't dig hard enough. I thought I would see this reflected in the comments of the New York Times. A a silly thing for me to think. Mm -hmm. Um, What was I thinking? A gentleman's fall? What am I looking for? I don't know. 
What's the <laughs> phrase? I don't know. Is it, what is it? A gentleman's folly? What's a gentleman's it? folly. That's a phrase. But that's not really what I'm saying. Anyways, um, silly of me because everyone was like, I don't think restaurant workers should have rights. Like literally every, yeah. every comment was like, these fucking dirty dogs don't deserve to live in Manhattan. Like I'm not kidding. Yeah. It, it, it's bad. Um, but the piece is, uh, what Americans missed most about going to restaurants, parentheses, it wasn't the food, which is like, I saw this and I thought to myself, I know what this piece is about. We all know this has been written a million times. It's about connecting and your fellow community. We know. I didn't know. (laughs) You didn't. What was lying ahead? (laughs) What lies beneath? (laughs) Yes. So true. (laughs) And I'm Michelle Pfeiffer in that bathtub (laughs) right now. And I'm freaking out. And I'm freaking out. Um, Harrison Ford is not the man I thought he was. Um, so I would say this start. I mean, your opinion. I would say this starts out pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, truly, we are Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm like, we had to move. But it is a beautiful house. It's a gorgeous home. Yes. Um, so it's just sort of like okay, people are back. The energy we missed. This is what happens when people are allowed inside. We can people watch. It's the casual run-in. What is it? You know, I'm like, this is making sense to me. This is true. You know, that things are changing and we're realizing what we really missed all along. Right? Yes. Yes. Um, and then there's a curveball around, I would say mid, perhaps midway through. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's two, there's two, parts of this that I take umbrage. Okay. Yes. I would say you probably agree. Yes. Um, the first is, let me find it. Cut this out. (laughs) Okay. Um, Pete lets it slide that he, uh, he says, I was one of those who chose to go to restaurants following state and federal safety guidelines. So the finger waggers rubbed me the wrong way. Um, and he says like some of it was wrapped up with the idea that eating out is a bourgeois, uh, indulgence. So first of all, I'm like, my ears are pricking up. I'm like, what are you saying here? Yes. Yes, 100%. Because I'm like, the finger waggers of the people who said, perhaps we should not be eating indoors. Perhaps we should not. We should take a look at what's going on with these restaurants opening up and how they're treating the workers. Perhaps I don't want to infect the people working at a restaurant. It doesn't seem safe to me. In fact, I believe the CDC has, uh, even though they are fake and horrible and are steering this country in the wrong direction, they even said, don't eat indoors. Yes. I mean, that's the other thing is, he said, I followed state and federal guidelines as if those are, the basis of those is... Good. Good. Or healthy or in the best interest of most people. It's also, he's like, and, and it's being treated... Whenever a member of the bourgeoisie says something is bourgeois, like you gotta, an alarm bell has to start ringing. Because it's also that it's like, yes, the state and the bourgeoisie and the police and all of it, just you, all you have to do is read the Communist Manifesto, which is about three pages long, so it's not fucking hard. Um, and those all work yeah. in tandem, in conjunction with each other to oppress fucking poor people. And so he's like, I'm following these guidelines that the state is creating. <laughs> And the, and I resent that I am being questioned yeah, by anyone. Uh-huh. And it's like, 
because you are being bad. (laughs) Yes. And that's where Pete veers into one of the craziest comparisons I've heard. And one of the more shocking elements that has ever, I can't believe they printed this. Oh, I mean, from anybody. And I can't believe Pete said it. And I can't believe they said, okay. I know it's, this is like, it underscores the need for editors because you just need someone to say, just a a little red pen question mark. (laughs) See me after class. (laughs) See me after class. (laughs) Word choice. Um, okay. Should I read it? Please. Okay. After a while, the finger waggers began to remind me of the people who pushed abstinence during an earlier health crisis the AIDS epidemic. Both groups saw the behavior they disapproved of as a failure of moral fiber rather than as a predictable expression of an urge so deep that you could say without much exaggeration that cities are built on it. What the fuck are you talking about? Mm, 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 mm. I, I can't believe it. It's insane. It's insane. You eating out at, I mean, you you know what's wrong with it, everybody who's listening. I'm just, it really baffles me. It was it's insulting and insane. It's insulting on to every right to everyone involved. It's so offensive. The idea, also, it's like you are drawing the parallel to the AIDS epidemic. It's the same fucking people. Fauci literally managed the AIDS epidemic and is managing the response to COVID. Like, how can you say, how can you draw that comparison without going, maybe this is why people are questioning Mm -hmm. these state and federal guidelines that Mm -hmm. I'm such a proud Mm -hmm. adherent of? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the level of delusion in that statement. It's really fucked up. Also, I'm sorry, it is so insanely homophobic to be like an urge so deep what are you fucking talking about no it's the whole the whole sentiment is is insane and it's so fucking condescending and so disgusting to say that about something that happened in this city that was that is still being felt and is so fucking devastating it's like it makes me fucking sick no it's so offensive and it's also really like reductive of the way that people build genuine community because it's saying like, he's like, Oh, he goes on to say like, well, there's always been an across culture and across time. There's always been an urge to like break bread in public. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so like, I think that's his comparison to like, you know, human love and sex and everything. But it's like restaurants aren't the only answer to that no, urge. Right, of course. And commerce isn't the only answer to that urge. And it's like, you're, 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 you're ridiculous. You're completely ridiculous. No, it's insane. It's so insane. And, um, and then, so I'm already, very, I'm very upset. And then I don't know if you want to take this next part. We don't have to read the entire thing or we can give them the gist, but. Yeah, he says, young people once waited tables to support their interests in other parts of the culture, such as theater or visual art or literature. Now they believe that restaurant work itself is a kind of cultural pursuit, and they gather before their shifts to taste orange wine the way earlier generations went to readings and gallery openings. I will kill you. I will kill you. 
this is not a real threat, but I will kill you. <laughs> Pete, if you're listening, not a real threat. <laughs> I, you know what? If it's a real fucking job, give me health insurance. If it's a, it, it, I, there, I can't, I can't even, I can't even choose where to go with this. Right I can't now. even I, it's, choose it's, where to go. It's also so, I'm like, do you think that like creative people making restaurants into their like viable creative spaces isn't because they love restaurants that deeply. It's because there is not a viable way to be an artist if you're not already so fucking rich or just being like, sure, I'll money launder for the Saudis. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I, no, the option is gone now. So this is what we're like, forced no, into. I can't wait tables and support myself for my little burgeoning painting career now. Yeah. No, no. So, so yeah. So, so I, so I did have to like turn the, the space that I am in into something that's important to me. So I didn't go fucking insane. Exactly. And I'm wrong for that. Mm-hmm. So fucking offensive. And also I was like, you're the one who's a fucking critic and then you want to like look down your nose at these people and be like these young ones Oof. no it's it's also just like i don't understand how he like so fundamentally i'm like also that's like so, <laughs> it's such a specific person at a specific restaurant do you know what i yeah. mean like we could i could say five restaurants right now that that is true of in quotation marks but that is like 0.0002 percent of the spaces in new york city totally and then he goes on he's like and some of these people like bernie and they want more bike lanes and it's like also it's really offensive to think that like the way specifically that people who work in restaurants get involved in political life is aesthetic like it's not like that because we are not the bourgeoisie so it's like people get involved in politics in this city because their life depends on it and is affected by it and like yeah a lot of restaurant workers are involved in that shit because otherwise right you know what would happen they would be paid two dollars and 13 cents an hour there would be no rent regulation there would there's no there's no public transit they they get killed on bikes all the fucking time anyway like it's so ridiculous to be like look at all the problems these people are facing and then be like (laughs) and those those people like burning right no, it's it's really fucked up, and I think it is this weird new. This is gonna be a fucking weird sneaky thing that people are gonna do, where they're like, "But actually, restaurant work is important." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah. what are you saying right now?" Yeah. And it's like, like you are saying it. Basically, you're saying the saddest statement in the world that working artists are gone now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're saying that and you're saying restaurant work actually is so important. And it's like good to have this little job that you actually really care about. Like that's so special. And it's like, what else can we do? And it's also saying the working artist is dead and, and you killed it. Mm-hmm. Like it's saying like you opted out of that mm-hmm. and into restaurant work. And it's like that, I didn't do that. Yeah. Where's the, where's the money going? Yeah. No, it's, it makes me fucking piss. I don't like this new, I don't like the narrative that people are pushing about this because it's wrong and it's coming from the wrong fucking place and it's gross. 
Um, and as much as we obviously value that work and it is work and whatever, but to put it in this weird phrasing and this pedestal, it's just like, it's not. No. It's and not it's, it's, it's nefarious. It's yes, not. No, 100%. It's not out of respect. It's no. not born out of respect. Nope. No, never. Yeah, no, it's fucked up. Um, and, and like, we're, I'm, obviously we respect the work, but also because I respect the work, I don't need it to be, I respect the workers. I don't need the work to be the fucking right. life. I don't need it to be a devotion. Right. No, not at all. It's just burgers and fries. That's what I always say to the new hires. At the end of the day, it's a burger. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it's it. Okay. Yeah, no, it's exhausting and it's, it's the, it's the counter thing that, you know, we, I talked to you about where like somebody who I respect did a, did an interview where they were like, you know, I've done sex work and I've worked at a bakery and the sex work was less demeaning. Don't even get me started on that type of statement. So I'm just like, fuck y'all. Like, seriously, I can't take it anymore. It makes me so fucking mad. And I'm not even back at work. I hate it. I hate it. That type of statement, which I think gets tossed around a decent amount by people who were casually involved in both service work and sex work is like, that does not validate sex work or sex workers, nor does it right. support service workers. It demeans well, everyone. It, it's just like, yeah, where do you think it's because like, oh, I've made it and now I can look down on both of these at the same fucking time. And it's just like so disgusting to me. Don't ever fucking say that. Keep it to yourself. Keep be, it to yourself. Be humble. Be grateful. Say I came from nothing. Whatever the fuck is true or you want to say about yourself, but yeah. don't fucking bring other people into this who or have to be do... specific. If you, if no. that is your experience, right. then talk about what Why? the fuck you're and talking exactly. about. Exactly. No, exactly. Don't make these fucking jokey jokes about something that's like mm -mm. people's fucking lives. Like it also completely misses. Like, are you fucking stupid? The overlap between food service work and sex work is huge. Yes. Not just in the ways that they support each other and work in tandem, but the actual people who work in yes. both fields. And it's like, you can be specific about your experience, but categorically saying food service work is like, you are fucked up. Yeah. You're fucked in the head. Yep. Really cool stuff. I know. <clears throat> anyway. I don't have AC in this room either. We're both just sweating. I know. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, you, you can never say that we don't critique everyone. So true. There, okay. Hey, no sacred cows. It's true. Because we obviously, we respect Pete Wells, but I'm, but this, this is bad. And this, we have to, I mean, Come fuck. on, dude. Come on, dude. He did a lot of good work, I thought, about writing about all of this. But it's like, it's just a bummer. It's disappointing. Not to be like, I mean, look, I know Pete Wells is a critic for the New York Times. I know what I'm dealing with here. Mm -hmm. But still, it's like, I didn't expect this. Yeah, I mean, I just think it is so far wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm like, yeah. It's not that I'm like, oh, no, my hero. No, but I'm just no, like, no. wait, what? No, exactly. It's more just confusing. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, where, where is, who is this? Who's this guy? Maybe he's not safe. Maybe somebody. I was thinking maybe 
to tie it back to the sabotage, maybe mm. Sam Sifton said, oh, mm. I'll, I'll, oh, you didn't finish your column? I'll write the last four paragraphs. Wow. <laughs> Fuck. It does change midway through. Maybe somebody said, oh, you're running late on this deadline? Let me help you out, buddy. Toss it to old Sam. Fist of duck meat Sam. <laughs> Here's how to make a sandwich, <laughs> Sam Sifton. Here's how to butter a bagel. My God. My God. Um, yikes. Well, yeah. So that's how we feel about all of that. Um, on another note, we have some new patrons, which, is, which we love and is exciting. Um, and they are freaking T, TJK. TJK. Welcome. Welcome to the fold. Welcome Thank you so much. Fold. We really appreciate it. Who else? We have uh, Nicholas. Nicholas. Welcome. I, Nicholas with a K. I love that. Well, it's powerful. It's so powerful. Don't so... even bring that C around me. <laughs> I don't want to see. I don't want to see that. Um, so welcome and thank you. And we got Sarah. Sarah, welcome. Thank welcome, you welcome. for your support. And also, Thomas? Do we miss Thomas? Oh, I thought Thomas was TJ. Oh, but I don't know. You know what? Maybe it's too, maybe it's a Jekyll and Hyde situation. Oh, <laughs> it depends what mood you are in listening. And we welcome both. Um, we welcome all sides of you, patrons. Of course. Um, Come as you are. <laughs> as you want to. As you want me to be. You know, who knows the, who knows the words of that song? We, we, I know the vibe of it. I don't know. I'm too young. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's my excuse. Who's Kurt um, Cobain? Had big white sunglasses. guy who wears those sunglasses because, because of Kurt Cobain. I know. I know. I know. Oh my god. Oh boy. Alright. Oh, well, all right. I hope to see you all out in public soon and right. uh, we love you very much. Love ya. Goodbye. Bye bye.